let's welcome everybody into the Real Kipper and Bourne Show. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee, Dirk Brandeo, Jen Rolnick, all the same cast and characters. We good? We good. All right. Live on Sportsnet, 590, The Fan, 360, Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6. Doesn't get any better this. All right, the Leafs heading on the road. Yes. I When things don't fall in place like they should, man, you're happy to see a road trip. Yeah, it's a good place. I mean, I don't, do people still, the players still live like, I don't know, I don't want to say we because we were a different era and different leagues by and large, but. You can say that too now? You're that old? I think so. Only, I, uh, I need you to be younger than you're already making yourself out to be. But I'm 15 years removed from a pro game. Wow. I know. It's not supposed to be the young side of this show, so don't lose that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm the dinosaur. Okay, do young people, the, the real youngs, I'm do the they dinosaur. still... dinosaur. There you go. Do they still go out and party? Do they... What's going on these days? I don't days? know. Maybe they should. Huh? Definitely should. Because in my era, we did have this thing called playing guilty. Yeah. And it worked for a lot of guys. I'll be honest with you. Yes. It works if you're someone who doesn't do it consistently. Once it becomes a part of the plan, it's probably not great. But here and there, a couple times a year, nothing wrong with that. Dump it in. All right, it's not like the Leafs went 0-3 at home here. They they did get some points here, but there's enough for Sheldon to contemplate changes. And we may see that as early as uh, uh, Thursday night as they head down south to, to Florida. Panthers on Thursday Lightning on Saturday. How much of a different look will we see? Or how much of a different look do we need to see this early in the season? The one thing we need to see is we need to see different D pairs. And it looks like from the lineup we have here that they are sticking with McCabe and Lilligren. Riley and Brody going to stay together. And uh, Giordano Klingberg would be their third pair. Mm. Which to me makes sense. You got an anchor for, uh, for Klingberg, right? Giordano can kind of defend and play in his own end. I like that. And then, Kip, a couple changes up front, too. Um, your boy, uh, Nyes. Yes. Getting a little extra love. Domi yeah. getting, getting a bump down. Um, I want to stick to the decor okay. uh, a little bit here. Um, and why don't we go to Sheldon? We'll go to Sheldon's clip, two on the decor, and then we'll uh, we'll come out with our thoughts. You're trying to find the right mix and how they complement one another. You want to give it time to breathe, but you also... Uh, you, know, you also need to perform well and you need to get good results. and uh, So that's sort of that balance. Um, but the Riley-Brody pairing has been really consistent for us as we had expected that it would. It's been the one that's been, uh, you know, played the most together. Uh, Gio Lilly has been good and they've got lots of comfort together. Klingberg coming into the mix, uh, that changes things up. And McCabe's still somewhat, somewhat new here as well. So... Um, you're kind of working through that, and you know, I think you'll see uh, Rhino on, on the back end there. Uh, Mike Van Ryan mix things up and use guys in different spots. I don't mind Riley and and Brody together. It has to start somewhere in mm-hmm. terms of some stability here. I would expect that if if they come out and just anchor this thing, yeah. then we could be looking at uh, a big minute munching night for both of these guys yeah. and then you hope that it alleviates a little bit behind them but that's a a big if right now for me 
Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if did Brody miss some time or something like looking at time on ice for these defensemen. Morgan Riley uh, is playing 23 minutes a night. Uh, Brody's playing 1855 so far this season, which feels really low to me compared to last year. I'll pull that up while we're talking. Um, but yeah, you know, you get those guys out there. You expect you can trust them. They're first in the team in terms of expected goals and all the fancies yeah. they've doing things the right way. So it just comes down to a guy like Klingberg, who's played 22 and a half minutes. Getting lit up. He's given up the most of anyone when he's on the ice. Of all the defensemen, the most has happened in the wrong way. So awesome one way, high event the other way. He's Eric Gustafson, but awesome. And $4 million. And $4 million, which Gustafson (laughs) was not. The one sign that I've already seen that I I don't like this early is uh, Mark Giordano in terms of his minutes kind of creeping up a little bit and it's obviously because there's a lack of trust with some other guys and some struggles here but the more the other guys struggle the more they're gonna go rely on 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 geo and yeah. they can't fall into that same trap of of playing this guy 18 20 minutes a night and then feel like march and april they're asking you know why is this playing dropped off so much well, it's interesting because going into this year, it felt like they were wary of that, right? It was like, okay, you want to give Gio a little bit more rest? I mean, let's be honest. There was talk about him retiring this summer. I'm sure you had come across that as well. He decided to come back. He is, you know, he's under 17 minutes a night. But it will be interesting. Like, who's going to be the guy who's going to give him a night off throughout the season? I understand it's October, but as the year goes on, yeah, Benoit? Yeah. Listen, Kokinen? And- as as far as effort is concerned, Always you'll never. This guy will not waver waver on that. Like his his efforts there, his focus is there, his concentration there. Brain is there. The foot speed is not there. No, and, and that's that's an issue in itself. And if it, if the minutes are creeping up for a guy that at times has trouble uh, keeping up to play or or, or coming back, uh, i.e. the Corey Perry goal, mm-hmm. then then where does Sheldon go yeah, after I don't know. that? You know, he is smart enough, I think, that he has managed some decline of foot speed over the past couple of years. As a Maple Leaf, he has managed his declining foot speed with his brain. You can only do it for so long. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's, you know, what if the drop-off is there at all. Maybe... Maybe he ends up just fine. But it does. I see your point, Kip, that it is yeah. something to keep an eye on. Like, okay... Minimal ask for him would be good. In about 25 minutes, we're going to welcome in Gord Stellick, someone that uh, we've relied on heavily the last few years on Real Kipper and Bourne. Uh, can't wait to get his thoughts this early with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then in the second hour, as we jump nationally here on uh, here at Sportsnet, we got Elliot Friedman as well. So yeah. stick around for that in the second hour. As far as the changes up front, I told you guys, uh, I... I I liked Matthew Nyes going into this uh, this regular season, and I liked where he was placed, where we could just, where the Leafs could just hide him a little bit and let him get stronger and just work his way up. And no, 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 we're just gonna just gonna throw him into the fire, going down to Florida. Yeah. So he's bumped up. Like it does. After everything you've said over the past couple of days, it did make a lot of sense to just manage them. I was like, oh, you know what? They're they're doing it right, and they're 
kind of hiding them a little bit. And then as soon as they go start playing some good teams. Matthew and I is expected to start with Tavares and Nylander. Against the Panthers. Yeah, so you got Nyes, Tavares, and Nylander, and then that makes your third line, Yarncroc, Minton, Domi. And that's not exciting you? No, I am less than thrilled. I think since we've been covering the Leafs, that's their least inspiring third line. I mean, maybe, you know, there's Kelly Yarncroc's a name, Max Domi's a name, Minton's working his way into the league. Maybe there's more from these guys, but so far, what we've seen this season, not overly thrilling. The Nyes thing's interesting, though. He hasn't, yeah. he hasn't played much this year. Playing 12 minutes a night. Only the fourth line's playing less. So maybe they just want to get him involved. And do we have a, does Keith comment on that? Does we have a? On uh, Nice? Oh, we we, go. we yeah. do. We have, we have the coach on that. All right, let's do it. I think Nice has a lot more to offer us uh, as well. So um, there's that. And, and then, you know, sort of the change previously was to have Domi and Yarncroc on, on different lines for different reasons. And now having them together, I think, uh, um, in terms of, how their skill sets could play off one another and, and, and Yarny's stabling presence defensively. Um, I think going out of the road makes some sense for us to give it a try. Nice will go in there and just completely hold his own for sure. Yeah. I've got so. I got no uh I got no worries about him at all. Even from the end of the playoffs to where he is today, probably put on another ten, twelve pounds. Yeah. And He's he's got he's he's got an NHL body. He's got an NHL head. I love the way he protects the puck. He's not scared to try things. He's he's going to work his way in quickly here as a as a top left winger here in Toronto. I have no issues uh, mm-hmm. on that at all. That would be great, right? And I agree that uh, it's the right spot for him. I've said he needs to play with some good players, so let's give it some run. Let's give us Matthew Nyes. He gets in the mix and he gets where he probably but, is going to end up by playoffs. But that's what I worry about when I see. Sheldon Keith doing this it's like oh yeah you, you have it at practice and but the first sign of a defensive lapse it's like oh tinker with, with knives yeah he's like oh tinker and probably put you know yarn back up there for the third or whatever it just seems like he's not gonna stick with something it's like, like Willie being a centerman yeah <laughs> which was like we're gonna give it a real goal and was it one or two preseason games it's just it feels like he has a, a couple of tendency win- to not stick uh, with stuff a, yeah. a couple of wins and some signs that you can Stick to some fundamentals defensively, and he'll stick with this all night, uh, all season long. Yeah, like that, it's just about passing the eye test here, Sammy. And we, the Leafs, have not done that since the beginning of training camp. Yeah, let's uh, let's but hear. But it's not like Keefe is doesn't tinker with his squad in all the time he's been here. Like he's always been quick to change you, you things up. Him and tinker, I have, and I didn't know I was going to bring that one to this show, this version <laughs> of the show. But yeah, he loves to tinker, and it's. It's something that I'd, I'd be surprised by period two of, of Thursday night's game that if Nyes is still there. Like, who knows who it will be? It just feels like there, a lot of it is just switching around. I do, you know, want to talk about that third line a little bit, and Sheldon does have a comment we can hear on Domi's ice time. The, you know, since we've been doing the show, their third lines have been some version of Kerfoot and Mikheyev and Kasha and Kampf and, you know, a lot of guys. Well, like, it's not good. <laughs> well, I think it's been okay. It hasn't been overwhelming by any means. But I just, this to me right now, this line is like, they're literally, like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's go to Sheldon and find out if he knows. All right. Yeah, I think, he, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's part of it, you know, is, is, and it's similar to Nye's. I mean, Nye's minutes are too low as well. But uh, it's a challenge, you know. 
players got to find their game individually. I got to help them along with that. With that, um, same time you've you've got a lot of guys that you're trying to introduce and, and get going and get comfortable and and all of that. Um, you know, all all four of our left wingers are are new. Um, so you're trying to trying to find the, the right mix for everybody, but everybody is responsible for the minutes that they do get to to maximize them all the way through our lineup and. Um, Things will, will settle into place, but as we go out on the road, the rejigging of the lines here for me is more about trying to more consistently get guys out there. And, you know, special teams always play a role too and, and how and how that shakes out. Okay, and that stemmed off of someone asking him about uh, Domi's ice, ice time. Correct. Uh, 12 or 13 minutes yeah, and 12, it's it's right it's right into that, that sweet spot where twelve seventeen a, a coach nice is twelve twelve. A coach just is is indecisive on what he he wants or what he's getting out of certain players. Yeah, he's and, indecisive. And you're saying Sheldon. Sheldon, like he's on, not sure what to ask of of of, of Max yeah. right now. Yeah, and well, he's caught in between. What do you want me to be? Well, am, I can't be a a scorer if I'm not getting scoring minutes. And am I just and now what stems to be a, a checking role? So. You know, put put yourself in Sheldon Keefe's shoes going into t- tomorrow night, and you call in your third line of Yarncroft, Minton, and Domi. And you're, Minty, you're up. And, and you, but you say like, <laughs> what, are you, job. What, Thank you, you. what are you looking for? What do you want from us? Because right. there is a sense, and these guys aren't dumb; they hear it that that whether you're Edmonton or Toronto, that you've got all this firepower. But mm. the word is that there's that both clubs lack. Uh, uh, Depth scoring depth, depth. scoring yeah. mm-hmm. so your first thought if you're max is i want to be your first depth score i want to be the yes. guy that can follow up when there isn't a big goal from their core four i need to be a guy that can alleviate some of that i'm making three million bucks for god's sakes i mean that yeah, yeah give me a that, chance that says give me a that says that i need to be Just that I, I need to be that guy yeah yeah, and I get that, and, and you're probably right about that. So what this all stems from, if you ask me, is they want to give Fraser Minton some run. They don't want to give him a couple of games and send him home, right? Because of the, maybe that's discouraging or unfair to him to not give him a chance to get acclimated. I understand all that. But they, they need a third-line centerman to put the puck in the net, too, on occasion. They do. They, they need a hockey, you know, an NHL guy there. And right now, you know, we've got Nick Robertson in the American League, got five points in two games. Elliot's 32 thoughts came out today, and we're going to talk to Elliot later in the show. But one of the things he said that was like, if it goes on too long for Robertson where he's having success in the American League, the Leafs aren't calling him up, maybe he's a guy who would ask out of town. You know, is there any pressure then to say, okay, let's get Minton back? What's he waiting for? He's he's not there, – there's, there's no room for him unless – there's injuries. Well, Minton, but there's, you there's send no Minton room. down. You have Willie play center. All of a sudden, you got a winger spot open. You got more scoring coming up than Minton. You lose with Minton. It, to me, they really just don't want Willie. Taves, play center. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry, uh, uh, Nyes, uh, Bertuzzi, Max Domi, and you're going to fit in Nick Robertson. Mm. Maybe not, but I don't think you're worse, are you? Then, yeah. I just it feels like such a holding a placeholder right now with Minton there. Yeah. And it's not even meant to be disrespectful who the kid has gotten better every night to me so far in, in his regular season games, but I just, he's not going to be there. And so you've got this kind of awkward thing happening where you've got guys who can play Bobby McMahon's off to a good start in the minors. Are one of these guys going to come up and maybe help you out there? Just give know. me a chance. 
chance. Just give me a chance. That's what we all wanted. Just a chance in this crazy game. Yeah. Give me a couple of players and a few shifts. Leafs with the Panthers tomorrow night. Let's get Sheldon Keefe's comments on facing the Panthers. Well, it's regular season game four, so I don't think much of that is at play, at least not for me. Everybody's individual in that sense. But anytime you've been through a playoff series, you know, it does add a little bit more for sure. Um, I think right now, though, the focus, like, really you always want it to be about yourself, most importantly. But in the early going of the season, uh, you know, we really got to focus on our own game and being as prepared as possible and continue to take positive steps towards, uh, you know, what you know, a more complete game, which we haven't had yet. Um, so we got to keep the focus on us, but certainly have a lot of respect uh, for the opposition and know that it's going to be a challenge as our first road game. So let me ask you this question. You guys remember the last early road trip last year? Yeah, Anaheim. Yeah, the like West Coast a- swing, yep. Yeah. How did that one go? Not yeah. good. But, you know, remember, uh, I think it was Biz that was talking with them. Partying yeah. was not the language he used, yes. but they were out having a good time, I, which no one is mad at him for. You know, I could see a, a similar result in this road trip. Go down to Florida, starting to get cold like, here, play some u- golf. Ultimately, I do think that this is a good hockey team. And really? I'm ta- that, yeah, like, I think they're going to be a good hockey team. I'm not trying to say they're not. Well, but, like, you, you we all some... had them, like, uh, come on better than that <laughs> yeah. winning the east and i didn't say you never asked me once for my prediction on the show so uh... well let's do it right now what do you think the least no are? you <laughs> never had them uh, challenging for the eastern conference i mean at one point i was considering picking them for the stanley cup just to be that guy but actually I didn't you told it. me you were one yeah, yeah. But, but thankfully no one asked me so, <laughs> three games later no you're out. i not listen i think they're a good team but i think they're a little bit like kippers talked about like you've talked about borny that they're just not a very good defensive team right now and going on the road, this is like the first big Reeves road trip where they're all going to be like, yeah. they're all talking. Every guy got asked about the road trip this morning at practice. They're all like, oh, looking forward to getting out on the road. They're like, we'll probably how, go have a steak how, somewhere. I don't know. How much are you looking, like, are you looking forward to it that much? I just have a f- funny feeling that it might not be the rosiest road trip. So let me get this straight. This road trip goes sideways. You're blaming Ryan Reeves because of a party and a dinner and a late party. No, I just... I, I think they're playing some good teams. They're going to play Florida, who's a good team. I know they're not at full strength, but they still got a lot of great forwards. Yeah. Challenge on the blue line. They're going down. They, they're they playing Tampa. To... We all know Tampa. They're going to Dallas. They got to play against the Caps. Like they're they're playing some teams here, and they're uh, not. I know the Caps stink, but they still got no, offensive they don't players. Stink, but they're yeah. I just uh, they're they might mid mid. They might mid. I think they're they playing the Kings stink. in this trip too. Like they're just mid. They're playing some decent teams, and they're not. Firing all cylinders defensively. I could just yeah. see it going a little sideways. That's all. I bet the over in some of these. I think like, for a guy like Max Domi, this is, this is a welcome get out of town, right? Mm. But actually, it is a bad time to get pulled off a line with players, right? Like Florida's D is hurt. No Ekblad, no Montour, OELs, third in the NHL in time on ice. You know, like this would be a good time to go get some cookies. No, he needs some cookies. Is he cookie-less? Yeah, he could use a... He's a, a, a cookie or two for I think sure. He's got the Sam Mitchell. No, I think he's got a zero. Does he have an apple? I don't think so. I'll check right now. But he uh, does have an assist. He's got one. Yeah. Okay, good. Not Sam Mitchell. Yeah, he's got. He, he's got one more than Austin Matthews. Oh my! <laughs> what? <laughs> <Why are everybody laughs> I all over him. He's got more assists. He's Matthews is first in the NHL and passes to the slot. First. Here we so go. He's moving it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he passing to? Oh, I haven't seen anybody shoot the puck in the slot. I don't know. I don't he's know. first in slot passes. Yes, he is. And he's got goose eggs uh, for helpers. Gooses. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Maybe they're not good passes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen, it's according to uh, Sport Logic. Uh, it is. It's. I'm sure it's been crazy a little bit for Max coming home, and I would think so. The, How could it the not legend be? of Matt or uh, Ty? You know, all around yeah. him, and I just think it's it's a good time for him to get out of town now. I also read zero articles and words, and I also wrote that many about Max, um, about his playmaking and ability to contribute to the top six. Everything was he lumped into the grit group. He's mm-hmm. all they got grittier with Bertuzzi and Domi and Reeves. Domi, Bertuzzi, he's, Reeves, Reeves, Bertuzzi, Domi. He's never going to be a, a point of no, game guy, but, he but he's can, also not going to be Reeves. He he can put forty together, fifty. Sure. So, but he's going to have to see a little power play time too. The guys can't just hog the whole two minutes. Well, sure they can. Oh, they will. So he's going to score can, fifty even their strength best points as a team. What's that? He needs forty or fifty even strength points. He needs to be Kerfoot. Kerfoot at 50 oh, to Oh, <laughs> my God. I know. I know. It's brutal. But, Kip, they're the second best power play in the league last year. They're probably first right now. Tough to say they should do something different to get Domi involved. And I mean, I don't know. So it's tough. It's a chicken and the egg thing here with Domi and the ice There's going to be time. an injury at some right? point. But, no, yeah. it's like, do you, it was, it was do you give him more who, or give him less? It's hard for Kiefer. It's like, well, if I put him out there, is it going to be better or is it going to be worse? That's the constant challenge for anybody yeah, outside of being a star. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Is, but it's like, are you rewarding the guy if you then give him 18 minutes in PP1? He yeah. hasn't been very good. Like, it's yeah. tough. I guess yeah. that's why Sheldon's paid the but, big bucks. You know, Max isn't the only one at times looking a little indecisive or, you know, not choosing the best option here. This has been a team-wide issue. Yeah. But, I mean, the issue the issue is that they've given up as many goals as they've scored. But, yeah, you're right. Offensively, Sheldon has complained that they haven't taken care of the puck very well in the offensive zone. Quite a few turnovers, so. They've he, played three pretty marginal teams, too. Yeah. And we know how the Leafs are in those sort of games. Like, I guess the Wild are a pretty good team, but, yeah. you know. Wild card I, team, right? And especially the Blackhawks and the Habs. Like, they have had a history, as we all know, and I've talked about a million times on the show, of playing crappy against those crappier teams. So I'll be mm-hmm. interested to see what they'd going out against some good teams, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so it seems like um, Ilya Samsonov will get the start and yeah. be the guy That's Thursday night. Confirmed. Well, you're saying that. Like, there's a twinge of uh, uh, maybe it should be Wall. Oh, are you? I'm, I'm asking him. I'm just saying we're having the conversation every day because we don't know. It's not like he's, you know, UC Soros. It's obviously Samsonov tonight. Yes. It's Thursday night and Saturday night. Lock. Thursday and Saturday. No question. Oh, hold on for a oh, second. Saturday here night, we Tampa Bay. Why am I saying here we go so much today? But you, of course. You get blown out. He, Samsonov yes. gets blown out. Yeah. He drops his stick three times during the game, and you're going to give him the start in Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's a nice warm-up for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's where. Florida's the warm-up. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with you. Mm. Now, uh, these are both starting goalie starts. If no. you're the starting goalie, he okay. starts both these games. And yeah, if he's, he's not got a post game show, he's you know he's the guy. I've listened. To this. This is, I'm far be, be I don't want to be the guy that's defending Samsonov or defending goalies in general. But I just think if he's the starting goalie, he starts both these games. Don't you think? You're not convinced, Kippy. I just don't know that anyone's declared him the starting goalie. With, the... with what I've seen, I'm not convinced on much right now. I'm <laughs> I, I'm not even game to game. I'm shift to shift <laughs> with these guys that's until fair. I start seeing some. Some build. Yeah. I get some it. building blocks. 100%. Okay. So uh, 
Are we going to see Reeves going at it with Matthew Kachuk because Florida doesn't necessarily have a, you know, I don't know who else can he tangle with. Nah. But uh, uh, I said today, kept to you guys for the show. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I was just going to say we saw him go with Corey Perry, who's not necessarily a, a heavyweight type of guy. So, like, and why are we still talking about Corey Perry? I know. Uh, and R- Ryan Reeves. I don't know, but let's listen to the clip. Let's hear what Reeves has okay, to say about Corey Perry. Listen. Yeah, I mean, I never really liked him, to be honest. Um, we, we always seem to kind of run into each other when we play against each other, but, uh, yeah, not a lot of love for that guy. Where's that defect? First day I met him on the ice. <laughs> Is there anything in particular that makes him hateable? Uh, just the way he runs his mouth. I don't know, he kind of acts tough. He's not tough. I don't know. Doesn't drop the gloves, I guess. No, no, definitely wouldn't, yeah. Okay, this is where, like, I got a beef with the media. No, they just can't They're wait, just, right? uh, just give us something. They're gone. Colonel. Chicago is out of town. You want to give me, you want to ask a Corey Perry question and you're playing him that night? Mm. I get it. Okay, build it up, sell it, whatever. The guy leaves, he's gone. The game's over. That game was Monday. And it's I now don't Wednesday. think Ryan Reeves <laughs> came into practice the next day and said, Hey guys, come on over here. I still got a few things to talk to about Corey Perry. So he gets he gets led into this yeah. and he's getting killed for it. Right? Is he? Yeah, I'm just like, you know, I a good gauge is Twitter or whatever, a good Instagram. And like I'm looking at the comments of all these and they're just like, Oh, who's Reeves to say this about Perry? He's an idiot. Why is he saying I, I, this? I don't understand why Ryan needed to go down that. You know, if he's just wanted, answering a question, honestly. That's what I mean. I know, but you know when he answers it the way he's he decides to answer it. It's gonna make some headlines. You you gonna like it's it's gonna get us to talk about it. He's right though. Everything he said there was bang on. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. He's been a bit of a bluffer. His whole the, the time to have said it though, when is when they play Chicago next. Hundred percent. Couldn't agree I, more. I can't. talk to, to hey, you. Want to you want to lead him? You want to egg him on? What about Matthew Kachuk? Yeah. Give me some comments on Matthew Kachuk. Go revisit how... Kachuk. Kachuk. <laughs> and what he did to the Toronto Maple Leafs in the second round. Why Why not go there? Yeah. He did have some comments on Kachuk, too. And he, he didn't just, clip him, though, no, for just, me. Because he didn't say anything. He said he respected them. Why would we want to play that? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the fun in that? We are the media. Where's brutal. the fun in that, bro? Come on. You're brutal. <laughs> Let's you're, get, just, you're just one of those vultures. You, Let's get you know. Ford Stellick's thoughts on all this. Yes. Is he is he there? Is he waiting? No. We're going to go to the break. We're going to break. And then do you have something more before we go to break? No, or? I'm good. All right. All good. I'm good. All right. He's in waiting, but we're going to go to break first. Yep. All right. Stellectricity for the first time this year on the Real Kipper and Bourne Show after the break. The best Blue Jays show out there, period. Blair and Barker. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just a friendly reminder, if you aren't lucky enough to listen to us on Sportsnet 590s or Sportsnet 360 or Sportsnet Plus, you can always download us wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And give us a rating and review. And text us at 590-590 with your thoughts. Yes, as long as we like them. 
Right. And if we don't, then just don't. Yes, and yeah. then don't. If we're not going <laughs> to like them, don't do it. All right, let's welcome in our next guest. And uh, I always like to refer to him as Stelectricity because that's what we get. But then Sammy tells me, Gord Stelic, that when he hears that buzzing sound, it, 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 rem- it sounds like a fart. I thought he feels it sounds like a defibrillator. Yeah. Which no, worries about. no Why, where, who does Sammy dine with? Uh, Sammy, what, what do people eat that myself. you hang with? Listen, oh. the last thing I want people to think of is you and flatulence. Yeah, no, no, I don't want no. that. No. So no. either um, I don't know. We need to find another electric sound. Do we not? <laughs> Let's work on no. that. No, we don't. Are we, we going to keep that one? Yeah, it's a spark. It's a spark. I try to ignite a spark, okay? Okay. And that's what electricity is about. It's kind of, okay, you got your new digs there, right? So sometimes it's like like George Vanier Secondary School. Kippy, you and I are proud alumnus of there. It was pretty difficult school. You needed a pulse to get a 50, and basically, whatever. We did it, okay? Yes. You got a, you got a classroom sometimes. You never went to the library. The cafetorium, that's a mixture, <laughs> mixture of the, uh, you know, like this food services and whatever. You can chat. You're having casual chat. We're going to the old-fashioned smoking area for Stelectricity. How about that? Remember wow. that outside? Yeah. That's the real talk. That's the real talk. <laughs> you brought some back, uh, some scary high school memories, <laughs> Gord Stalick. Okay, Gord, um, always love your insights uh, to the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it's so early. Are you going to be one of those guys right now that says, hey, calm down, or did you see enough in terms of what you didn't like moving forward here. Where are you on what you've witnessed so far? Okay, so I know Elliot's on next hour, and he'll talk about calming down because he says league-wise there's way more pressure. He's been hearing from players, agents, man. Like in exhibition games this year, it's almost like when COVID was on, people were given us, you know, given a pass just to get back to normal. Okay, so my thing Colorado, Boston, Vegas. They're the only three teams that have had a swimmingly great first week. And, you know, arguably they may be the best three teams in the league. I'll, I'll do partial calm down and also say, hey, hey, it's a lot of still exhibition hockey. The remnants creep into October. Pretty entertaining games, the first two. Sloppy, that made them entertaining. They couldn't score more than two goals the last seven playoff games, so they honed in on offense a bit and showed they can do that a bit, and that's something you still, you know, need. Uh, otherwise, they found ways to win. Okay, not classics, but they found ways to win two of those games. Now they head out in the road. And I also think, you know, Kippy and, and, and Justin being former players, every now and then a coach doesn't mind a loss because you can kind of say, now they're going to start to listen to me again. Okay, it was great. It was wonderful. But you can't be between, you showed a graphic yesterday, you can't be between 28th and 31st in goals against and save percentage and five on five. I mean, you, you, got, you got to work on that. But I'm okay with the first week. Okay, I'm okay with kind of the helter skelter Hudson's Bay rules being two and one. I'm okay with it. Gord, we've spent a lot of time trying to figure out the holes, right? It's, uh, you know, what do we think of this third line? Not sure about these D pairs, but the reality is this team has always been built one way. Superstars, right? A few tent pole guys that need to play well. And if they do, the team's probably going to be pretty good. What have you made of the starts of their big four forwards? Obviously, Austin Matthews has been good. What are your thoughts uh, with the remaining crew there? Well, boy, Austin Matthews has been dominant. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You know, and then, okay, the supporting cast, uh, uh, 
Nylander, I've I've liked him. I've liked his consistency. You know, Tavares got the one nice goal. Mitch Marner. I mean, they're not. They haven't stood out as much as as much as Austin Matthews has. I've liked the fit the new guy Bertuzzi's had. Uh, it's it's not the problem is we're talking about them again, and you guys were talking about third and fourth line. That depth is going to be the you know the issue down the road trying to go deep in the playoffs. I think that's why obviously Willie Nylander playing center is still in the back pocket. Nick Robertson coming up down the road is still in the back pocket. Pocket, but it, it was kind of, you know, kind of in a lot of ways the big guns are bust, which isn't the ideal playoff setup. But uh, I, I I like the way all in all. Again, that's part of what made the excitement. That's what people were talking about. People were entertained. Hey, you're seeing Washington's having a hard time selling tickets. Winnipeg had their against against Pierre Luc Dubois coming back. Their lowest crowd in years. Yeah. You know, home crowd. Like like you know, it's an there's an entertainment component to the game at the price that tickets are now around the NHL, especially in Toronto. And and they like to see the big. Maybe it's not how you hoist a cup, but the big guns certainly delivered in two of those three games. As far as the depth is, uh, Max Domi came in, probably had a few options. The one, the sentimental one was coming home. Uh, and Gordon, I mean, we've been around this market long enough, the both of us, to understand that it's such a, a double-edged sword. Uh, high risks coming here, but high rewards too if it works out. What have you made out of uh, his first three games? Okay, what I what I found with him was he had a great start, as you know, with Arizona, and then whatever. It never got to the next level. And how he played in Dallas and Carolina coming late in the season and in the playoffs is is how I viewed him. You know, he's a he's a complimentary player. He's a by and large been a, a third line player. I know he could play on the fourth line or what have you. I mean, that's where I seen his role. H- has it the fit been there after three games? No. Has the flip the fit been there for John Klingberg in a two way role? No. Did I expect it after three games? No, I really didn't. You don't want a Nick Ritchie repeat experience about we're going, you know, what that was bigger. He was on the first line, right? And he had to make some headway, couldn't do it. Michael Bunting then sees that opportunity. That's not what's expected out of Max Domi. But there's again that's that's a process about finding those roles that, as we'll keep talking about, the most important time will be game number 83 about if people have got acclimated to appropriate roles that makes you a better playoff team. After three games, what is your impression of the decision to keep Fraser Minton with the big club? Uh, I'm up in the air about it. I think, uh, you know, and, and you guys talked about it, Justin, that – the understanding is they're not going to keep him as a fringe player. We all know that. They and they and they're upfront about that. If he's going to be a fourth liner and getting, you know, 8 minutes a game, that's not the plan. They saw something in him starting with the Traverse City tournament, the rookie tournament, how he played. They saw something in him that they felt he could be an upgrade as number 3 center. So, uh I if it's going to be, you know, go up to the 10th game, before you make a decision. And I also think, Justin, and guys, that he doesn't, you know, like like I'm obsessed about don't blow that year, okay, I think with my management hat. But when you're talking about that, I mean, that, that year of, you know, protection and whatever you want to call it, waivers and the contract, the rookie cap. But if you're talking about making hay like the Leafs are, then you can be unafraid about that. Because if you really think this is going to make you a better, you know, better team overall, and you see something that we're talking about him at the 40 game mark that we start to see more and more. I mean, I think you go back, Columbus would, if they had a do-over, they would have, they would have kept Cole Sillinger in junior, 
right? He just happened to play really well. And, you know, two years later, you, 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 you would have been better off keeping him in junior one of those two years. But I'm willing, I'm willing to see it more evolve again after three games because it's been, you know, just really exhibition hockey going exciting hockey, Friday night shinny hockey in many ways that it's been a tough, it's been a tough kind of games to really assess it. We're talking to Gord Stellick, our Leaf analyst and former general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Matthew Knives is going to get bumped up uh, as early as tomorrow night. We're going to see him with Tavares and Nylander. It's not like he's lit up the lamp in any way, shape, or form, but in my opinion, uh, has certainly looked as good as I thought he would coming in uh, a very short stint in the playoffs. Now, were you guys talking earlier? Did you did you like the move, Kippy, being bumped up or not? I'm trying to remember I, listening to the show earlier. Gord, I it's it's it was inevitable. I just yeah. I just wish it would have come from uh, an area of strength and not kind of I I need to make a change here. It would have been great if you could cut and bring him along a little slower. And honestly, I think I think the the bottom six are better off with Nyes, mm-hmm. but. Right now, the feeling is get him up there in, in the top six rule. I would have yeah, liked yeah. it. I, I would have liked to seen this in November, December. That's all. Okay, I mean that's what I thought. See, I was flipping back and forth. There was a real good uh, Hawaii Five O TV rerun on Channel Eleven. So anyway, I was going back and forth to your chat. Okay, now I got it. Okay, so the point is, I I, <laughs> I don't even know it. where to go over that one. <laughs> Does that show still exists. Wait, <laughs> on Channel Eleven, every show still exists. Okay, whatever you name it. Real Kipper and Board will be there in seventy five years. They'll be playing this episode. So. I, th- this guy last year, I was being cautious to everybody. Okay, don't, you know, I've heard too many, too many people coming with the big name and don't throw him in. I was so impressed how he played in the playoffs. So I see what you say, Kipper, but I, hey, let's put him there. To me, he belongs there. That's where he belongs. Like, 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 like to get a second-round pick on a team that's traded away a lot of draft picks before you don't have a ton of them, this is a bonus. And the fact he'll have a couple of years anyway on the entry level. But I've, I've liked, I thought, last year in the playoffs in a real difficult time before he got hurt to show your wares. Uh, I thought he did. I thought he did excellent job. So I, I'm good with him moving to the big line. Again, you know, we got to do better. When I say we, I mean, Toronto Maple Leafs have to do better about the three and fourth line balance and depth. I love Justin bringing up Kerfoot because he sort of is the, he, you know, it's n- no disservice to him, but it's kind of like, okay, it, if you translate it, it, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. And that's where they're going to have to get that kind of balance that the best three teams right now, Colorado, Vegas, and maybe Boston. Wow, Boston right now. Mm-hmm. I know it's only been two games they played, but have shown that's what they got to evolve over the 82 games. So I had no problem moving him up to the second line. You know, well, well, we're having the conversation about their depth guys. A guy who comes up that we haven't discussed a lot on this show so far is David Camp. He signed a new four-year, $2.4 million contract this offseason. And he was a guy who was, I believe, fifth in forwards ice time for the Leafs last season. This year, they're barely using the guy. He, he was number one in D-zone starts for them last year. I think he's dead last, or he was last game anyway. He played less than 10 minutes last game. Like, does this not seem like a guy who's either with guys that make the coach not trust his line or they're just not getting enough from so far. You know, funny one, kind of like, you know, Callie Yarncroak, that when, okay, you're saying, okay, the trade-off is that you feel by the term, then you're you, with the money by, you know, by getting the term, you've got a deal. I mean, Pierre Engvall signed like the Roberto Luongo version this year with the Islanders, right? Seven years, gosh. I don't Islanders. know, boy, Lou. Hope he's yeah. okay. 
I, anyway, that was a bit uh, so 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 yeah. I, I'm again. We got 79 regular season games left to see, but I kind of thought they saw a more definitive fit when they gave them this particular deal. Now, maybe it is that they're trying some other things out, including Minton or whatever it may be. But, yeah, right now, kind of saying, like, four years. I mean, you're, you're playing him like a guy you, you would sign to, a, like, a PTO. Right. Okay? That, that's, that's the way he's exactly. being used right now. So, in, in which case, uh, if he doesn't, you know, it's a bad contract. Now, I know it's not a, a $7 million hit or something, but still, you, you got to try to avoid bad contracts. So, I'm not saying it is, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little contradictory. The, the message from the contract compared to the, how he's been used the first three games is a total opposite. We briefly touched on Rick Tockett, uh, his outburst yesterday after a 2 nothing loss against Philadelphia, and we're going to get into that a little bit more specifically in the second hour. But, Gord, I'll throw this to you first, and I'd like to get your thoughts, JB. If things don't go as well as oh Leaf fans hope in, in the state of Florida, is there a chance we could see a, a different Sheldon than the one at times showed to be very careful uh, under Kyle Dubas. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and Nick, I don't know how many years ago, but I remember you and I went just somewhere like east of some establishment with Rick Tockett. You know him quite well. I didn't know him as well, but he, he had appeared. And I don't know. He's just he's just got a great aura about him and that. So I, I was, hey, he must he must have said, look, I am when I get pissed off the first time, I'm going to use one of my few bullets to just go rip my team publicly. Because before puck drop, people were talking about the Stanley Cup parade in Vancouver. And I think, you know, OK, so let. Hey, it's tough coach out that balance about on the ice and off the ice, what you can do, what you can't do, when it works, when it doesn't work. And I think in Sheldon's case that he's, he feels a freer reign, that he won't have to walk back any comments. I, you know, I think part of it, I think there's a healthy process. John Cooper's done it. John Cooper's benched some of the elite players. That That is part of it along the way that you're showing the team that, look, I'm getting an accurate read what's going on. Because in the dressing room, they kind of know that, hey, so-and-so, okay, is right now and whatever and getting away with it. And if the coaching staff can identify all those things, I think that garners a lot of respect, even from the end, get a you know, shout-out against. So I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, whatever, like it's weird. He didn't, have, like Kyle Dubas was his guy, but he almost had some shackles that he had to walk back you know, which which made it lamer, right? Which made it lamer. Uh, and I think at this particular point, he's been through it all. He understands the pressure of coaching in Toronto, the media in Toronto. And, you know, choose your words smartly and carefully. But I think that's going to be part of what's going to be needed over this regular season. I think what's hard too, Kip, is like if you're talking and your best players or your important people aren't playing well, that's when you can go out and it's worthwhile to make a public statement and you're really calling. Like, what's the point of being like, we need more from Fraser Minton? You know, like the Leafs' best players have been pretty darn good so far. But yeah, to your point, if they go out and the best guys aren't able to keep it up and they lose a couple games, I could see it happening at that point. Hey, who's calling you and interrupting our world-class show? Who's calling me? 
uh, I, you know, it's just all kinds of people. They're they're hearing me and that. So I, I finally learned how to push the uh, silent vibrate thing. I, the phones and I got I got like big Fred Flintstone figures, fingers, and all that stuff. So I'm just getting besieged. You know, operators are standing by. You know, and, and Kippy, you're that guy, right? That Justin's talking about from time. I'm, I'm saying that with respect. It used to bug me, or even when you played high school sports, that the coach said, "I'm going to make some changes," and then but the guy that played the woman that played three minutes is cut from the team. You know, and, and, you know, that used to piss me off. It's like I, I like. Well, you a, were the guy that got cut. Well, the basketball team, yeah, being five eight and real stocky <laughs> wasn't my thing. But I had some other sports I was adept at. But I, 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 part of it is being able to, and then a big part is the leadership group respecting it, not getting pissed off, not what was me, not whatever. Look, I got to get rid of this guy. It's it's a very interesting dance, and I think that the leaf, uh, the leaf core and Sheldon Keefe have got to know each other through thick and thin times. And uh, I, I think that could be a positive, how that plays out. Are you in a group chat for Hawaii Five-0? <laughs> Is that what's going on? Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, book them, Dano. They just said book them, Dano. So no, it's uh, I'm in uh, I'm in no no I'm in no no chat. And I was watching your show, uh, the three of you, and you know it kind of looks like a bad version of the dating game in some ways, whatever. But you know the three of you when you got Sammy out there. But I've been really enjoying. <laughs> I've really been enjoying the uh, the new format. Over the years, we've been able to talk to you from various places around uh, Toronto. No I dogs think uh, <laughs> the, the zoo, uh, a Pioneer Village, Pioneer Village, yeah, uh, yeah. The, you know, you the know, dog you know, pound. Well, the dog park. In the world is- Sports telling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to move around again. Yeah, move her again. Yeah, the next time we talk to you, it's on Zoom, and it's got to be somewhere really unique. Like, like you Hawaii, are. maybe. Okay. And I'll put a I'll put a Magnum PI shirt on or something like that. We'll do that. We'll have that. We'll have a beach party, something like that. That kind of theme. You know, with the least being on the road, right? We'll we'll have kind of a yes. party of like a five game road Zoom trip. Background. For yeah. sure. And then I'll tell Sammy, book him, Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All well, right, listen. See you guys. Just uh channel eleven, I think it's uh party game uh, after Hawaii Five O. Oh, so I better go. Billy Van, okay? Th- thanks hey. for the current references for our audience, Captain guys. Jack. All right, buddy. Gonna, hey, Justin, I'm going to bring him up to date. Don't worry. It'll, it'll all be good. See you, guys. Thanks, all right. Hard to believe that he was one time general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. What the hell was more of a any TV of that? critic? What was any of that? I don't know. What? Well, is, that, is that a reflection on us that he's watching Hawaii Five O while he's while he's talking to us? Should we be a Tad insulted? Yeah, a little bit. Um, or, like, is it, or is Hawaii 5 that good? Just a great program, I'm told. I don't think I've ever seen it. Your question you asked to Gordo, to me, was a big-time wake-up call about David Camp. Yeah, yeah. Something I hadn't really thought of. He's He kind of he flown just, under the radar. They're barely said, using him this year. Took him for granted at that contract. He just didn't really the, think about it, but the, you're the, right. The first goal, I know everyone's talking about McCabe tightening up uh, in front of the net. Mm. But that first goal, if you go watch Chicago's first goal the other night, mm-hmm. I had to I had to look twice on a replay to see if it was David Kemp that did the drive-by on Athanasiu. And like, if you're not going in there and elim- eliminating your man right on contact and you're David Kemp, then you have nothing else to offer the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, I mean, he's playing 11 minutes for them, which is lower than, like, last season, I think he was 15, 16 he minutes. Was, I think he was fifth on the team 
in yeah. ice time amongst forwards yeah. last year. He played pretty consistently, and he won draws, and they put him out in D-zone starts. Right now, the Matthews line is starting their D-zone a lot more than they ever have, more than the Camp line, because they don't Camp is not a defensive line anymore. So you have created a problem for your first line when your fourth line isn't doesn't have a role or a clear purpose. So I would say this is becoming an issue with this team this year is this bottom six, if you can't score, you're better defending. If you're not defending, we need new people. Yeah. Three games, maybe a little bit rash of a – that's just the path we're headed down. Is is Reeves for a tough guy playing too much for you? No. I don't think he plays a ton. I but, just think uh, that – But the numbers suggest that uh, they, they, they spend too much time in their own zone. Yes. When he's been out there, that line has been – they've been outscored. They get out shot two to one. They're getting out chance. Like they just – you know, what's the role of the fourth line? Like, you played as a bottom six yeah. guy mostly, right? Yeah. Get it off the glass. Go finish your checks. Oh Don't play in your own end. Just, I, I I, would sweat bullets if I spent longer than five seconds in our own zone. Because you know, <laughs> you know that coach is going, oh, there was one. Who's the scariest guy you got caught out against? Uh, Keenan started myself, Mike Hudson, and Joey Kosher one night at Madison Square Garden. That's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. To start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, go get us some momentum, boys. And we got pinned in our own zone, yeah. and we were running around. By who? You remember who pinned you in? I'm just talking about, uh, I, I I don't recall the team ah. that we played. This is what I do recall. Okay. Is it was the longest, like, skate to the bench, yeah. where it's like, Joey, you go first, and then I'll follow, <laughs> right? And then I sit down on the bench, and... You hear nothing, and I'm going, this is good, this is good. And then all I heard Keenan say, boys, quicken the shifts, because we're only going with three lines tonight. Oh, <laughs> tonight. Oh, yeah. He'd seen enough. He'd seen enough. <laughs> all three of us. Great bolted. view. Great view of an NHL game, oh, though. People pay a lot of money Kinda for like a view like that. Kind of like the old school talking after two games. Where he doesn't like this. No. Wow. Bolted. Yeah. Because we got pinned in for one shift. Yeah, I don't like Coaches that coaching, do that today at all. Not yeah. so much. Although, seeing it a little bit with old Lindy and Rick okay. Tockett sounds I want to pick up that conversation yeah. because we're going to go into depth on Rick Tockett just absolutely giving it to the Vancouver Canucks after a great start in their first two games. That plus Elliot Friedman, hockey's number one insider, will join us live in studio. Stick around. It's going to be a great hour. More to come after the break on Real Kipper and Bourne.